The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. She did it all for love. Sounds romantic, right? Well, does that include murder? Is being so head over heels in love a defense to cold-blooded murder? I would submit it is not. And I believe the criminal codes across this country will support my theory. I'm talking about none other than a beautiful young yoga teacher now one of the most wanted people in the country. Why? Because according to all the evidence that we have amassed so far, she gunned down her love rival over a cheating boyfriend. Now, it wasn't just any love rival. It was the number one female dirt gravel cyclist in the world. A beautiful, young, bike writer, a champion, a pro, Anna Mariah Moe Wilson, just 25 years old. Over what? Colin Strickland, the cheating boyfriend. I'll just go out on a limb and say he was cheating. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111 with the very latest in the search for a woman now deemed to be on the major most wanted list by the U.S. Marshals. I'm talking about Caitlin Marie Armstrong. She has just been spotted in yet another airport. Now, how is this woman 
slipping through the fingers, like Houdini, of the U.S. Marshals and everybody from the Texas Rangers to New York police to Newark Airport security. How's that happening? Well, first of all, let's start it off with the very latest. Our friends at KVUE. Listen. Surveillance footage shows Armstrong flying into New York's LaGuardia Airport on May 14th. Then on May 18th, the day after a murder warrant was issued for Armstrong, someone dropped her off at New Jersey's Newark Airport. However, there was no record of her taking a flight out of Newark. Now, a spokesperson with the U.S. Marshal's Office tells KVU that Armstrong's Jeep Grand Cherokee, which is seen on surveillance footage near Wilson's house on the day of her murder, is also missing. And it's possible it's located somewhere in the Austin area. So anyone with details on where Armstrong may be or where that Jeep may be located, you're asked to call the U.S. Marshal's office. That Jeep was last seen when she was on the run. Is there any way on God's green earth that this woman could have taken the Jeep all the way to New York from Texas. Did she somehow elude Texas Rangers? That black Jeep Cherokee still has not been found. Let's take a look at what we know right now. But for those of you just joining us, how did the whole thing start? Take a listen to Amanda Salinas at Fox 7. Police are investigating a suspicious death in East Austin. This happened on Maple Avenue near East 17th Street overnight. A woman called police saying she found her friend inside her house unresponsive and there was blood near her. When officers arrived, they found the victim had gunshot wounds. EMS provided life-saving measures, but the woman later died from her injuries. Police do not know how long she was inside the home, but did call her death suspicious. It is unclear if a gun was found on scene. And more our cut two from John Green Jack at Fox 7 Austin. Listen. Tonight we're learning the victim of a deadly shooting in East Austin earlier this week was a well-known cyclist who was supposed to take part in a mountain bike race in the hill country today. Anna Wilson, better known by her middle name Mariah, was pronounced dead on Wednesday night at home on Maple Avenue near 18th Street. Austin police were called there after a friend of Wilson's returned home to find the 25-year-old unconscious with gunshot wounds. APD has identified a person of interest and does not believe the shooting was random. They're urging anyone with information or video of what happened to give them a call. Now, according to the cycling magazine Velo, Wilson was in Texas ahead of today's gravel locos race in Heiko, where she was a favorite to win. Velo published a statement from her family saying she was, quote, always pushing tirelessly to reach her goals. We knew she was pursuing that which she loved. The family adding, we know Mariah would want the event to carry on. Okay, joining me in All-Star Panel to make sense of what we know right now. Uh, first, straight out to Stephanie Pagonis, crime reporter with Fox News Digital. Stephanie, thank you for being with us. I'm going to circle back about the murder of Mariah. She's shot multiple times, and we think that somehow she either did not lock the door of the apartment where she was staying with a friend, or that possibly the killer had the code to get in. The killer is caught circling the apartment repeatedly in that black Cherokee, and she apparently followed her cheating boyfriend, uh, followed right behind them as he was with the victim and spent the day with her, dropped Mo off, Mariah off, and then right behind him on surveillance video, you see in comes Caitlin Armstrong. How mad do you think she was following them all around town? 
And she used, very interesting, a cycling app to do it. Uh, an app where Mariah would tell her followers where she was biking. I'm going to go back to all of that. But let me ask you this, Stephanie Pagonis. Let's talk about the very latest. And that is the sighting of Caitlin Armstrong. Now at Newark, because on May 14, she clears out of Texas. She eludes the Texas Rangers. That was a debacle. You know, they had her on a warrant for Botoxing and running. She apparently um, got Botox, offered her a MasterCard, and then went, oh, wait, let me use the card in my car. Takes off to get the other card and never comes back. So there was a warrant out for that. And they had her. They had her there questioning her about the shooting. And then the DOB date of birth was different on the other warrant. And they let her go. That's a whole other can of worms. Talk to me, Stephanie Bagonis, about the sighting at Newark. That's right. So one day after police issued this uh, arrest warrant for the murder of Mo Wilson, Caitlin Armstrong was seen at Newark Airport, but police have no record of any reservations under her name, um, the, no outbound flights with her names on the manifest. So, so this is still under investigation, but it, it's quite bizarre. Four days after she's first seen at three airports, those being Austin, Houston, and then LaGuardia in New York City. Mm-hmm. She spotted a in New Jersey. Let's go through the timeline. To Irv Brandt, joining me, former U.S. Marshal uh, with the International Investigations Branch and author of Flying Solo. Irv, thank you so much for being with us. Let's look at the timeline, okay? We know that she was there at LaGuardia, having come through Hobby, that, which was amazing to me that she flew unencumbered. She looks like she's traveling with nothing but a backpack and a yoga mat. And hey, uh, Joe Scott Morgan, I'm going to circle back to you on this. She's wearing the same exact outfit in, uh, at, at Newark Airport that she had on at the LaGuardia Airport when she came through the first time, which tells me a lot about where she's living, where she's staying, how she's living. Talk to me about your view of the logistics of where Caitlin Armstrong is and what she's doing. I'm not convinced she ever took a flight out of Newark. Well, Nancy, that's possible. Uh, she could have been dropped off at Liberty. As you know, the trains run from Liberty Airport back into New York mm-hmm. City. She could have got on, uh, I believe it's called the PATH. Yeah, but wouldn't they have video of that? Yes. Yes, I'm sure they're searching the video to see if they can get an image captured of her outside the airport or uh, where the trains, where you pick up the trains. It's also possible that she just needed an ID. Uh, We know that it's a valid government ID is required to fly, you know, for domestic flights and, of course, uh, passport. Well, okay, I don't know the connection you're making between her showing up at Liberty International in Newark and needing an ID. Because, I mean, you can go online and put, how do I get a fake ID? You can have one in 48 hours. So that's not hard. That's true. And it's everyone's been through TSA. If you present an ID, if you present someone else's driver's license that even just looks a little bit like you, it's not like they study it. They just scan it and it goes through. And I mean, same way for a passport. Uh, people's 
appearances on their passport photos change over time. It's not uncommon. Okay, I know you're going somewhere with this. Logistics. I'm talking to you about where is Caitlin Armstrong? Why does she show up at Liberty Airport? There's no indication she ever left by plane. So far, she's outsmarted the authorities at every turn. Did she leave by plane? You know, to you, Joe Scott Morgan, let me ask you this. If there's no indication she left by plane, and, and, and I'm not necessarily agreeing with that. With me is Joe Scott Morgan, professor of forensics, Jacksonville State University, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, star of a new hit series, Body Bags, with Joe Scott Morgan on iHeart. Joe Scott, when they tell me we don't have a record of her leaving Newark, and I'm talking about when I say Newark, the airport, like LaGuardia or JFK. So uh, she could very well have another passport. She could have walked into a bathroom, put her hair back, uh, put on a different shirt, and gone on another plane completely undetected with a fake ID. Irv Brandt was talking about a fake ID. Maybe she's uh, traveling under a fake ID. Maybe she left on a train wearing that same outfit with a yoga mat behind her, which tells me a lot about her thinking. All right, we're looking for a yoga teacher with long, blondish brown hair. And who walks through the airport? A woman, tall, white female, thin, with long, blondish brown hair with a yoga mat on her back hello what what's going through her head so did she leave by plane did she leave by train or did she turn around and leave the same way she came but why go to that extent to throw off authorities to be seen on video at newark i wouldn't do that is she a master criminal you know that she has that much perception that she's you know running this cat and mouse game i don't Just know about God, you I'd- please she just ran out on a $600 Botox bill. She's not a master criminal. Although she did she did pull it off. She didn't get caught. There's a key word here uh, that keeps being thrown out relative to the new Newark uh, issue. And this is coming, you know, I don't know if the press is getting this word from law enforcement, but it says someone, someone dropped her off. Well, what does that mean? She took She took a cab out of the city and went to New York vis-a-vis cab. I don't think she's running on Uber. You know, because that's got an electronic signature to it. But when, you know, I'm looking at an image right now, mm-hmm. this alleged image from her. Why are you saying this alleged image of her? It's her. I can't. I, I can't. No, no, no. It looks just like the, the LaGuardia image. Yeah. I, well, the one that I'm seeing right now, this is very interesting. She's wearing a blue jean jacket, a gray shirt, white pants. But Nancy's sitting right on top of her hand here is a cell phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why, why in the heck haven't you dumped this thing yet? It's a pink. It looks like it's in a pink case. It looks like it's probably an iPhone more than likely. You know, if she's that sophisticated, uh, why hasn't she dumped the phone yet? Or is this a burner phone that she's got? The pink cover did throw me because I don't normally think of a burner phone having a pink cover. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, haven't you walked through a mall? You can't. You can't turn around <laughs> yeah. without bumping into a cell phone kiosk. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. So long story short, would she spend money on a, a a, a, a pink cover for an, a burner phone she's going to get rid of, which is a long uh, discourse in my notes about how you would use a burner phone. And here's my thought before I lose it. Certainly, the cops went through her iCloud, her laptop, her um, iPad, her, if she has a desktop, to get all of her contacts, to get 
ideas about where she may be going? Did she book a flight through any any of her devices? Certainly, they've looked in the iCloud. I would look at who her most frequent callers are, who, who she's calling, and then find out if they're getting calls from a burner phone. It's so simple. And then find that burner phone and ping it for Pete's sake. Yeah, one more thing back to this issue of burner phone, and I'll be quiet. The, the thought Please about don't this, be quiet. <laughs> no, the thought for me is this. I cannot imagine that she is using any kind of electronic device, um, you know, something that can be traced back electronically to purchase things with. She's a cash-only business right now, and I'm thinking cash is precious to her. There's only so much cash you can carry with you. And I don't know how much she may have had on board. Did she run to the bank before she, you know, bolted out of uh, bolted out of Texas? And you know, her that's the coin of the realm, if you will. I can't imagine she's using she's using cash, this precious cash, to go out and and purchase something that's kind of expensive. You know, why not just dump the phone and you just you just run, you just run without any any way to electronically connect you. Okay, guys, where? is Caitlin Marie Armstrong. She's at the center of a deadly love triangle. Take a listen now to our cut 35. This is Kelly Saberi Austin. Armstrong has not been seen since May 13th. She's also deleted all her social media accounts, according to anonymous tips to APD's homicide unit. Wilson died on May 11th in an East Austin apartment. Her friend that she was staying with found her bleeding and unconscious upon returning home. Police say she suffered from multiple gunshot wounds. Wilson traveled to Austin for the Gravel Locos race, where she was favored to win. Earlier this month, a few weeks before that, she also won another competition out in California. She and Armstrong both had romantic relationships with the same man, Colin Strickland, another professional cyclist. The day of Wilson's death, she and Strickland went to Deep Eddie's pool and ate dinner together. The two had a week-long relationship last fall, and that's while he was on a break from his relationship with Armstrong. Detectives believe that video shows Armstrong's SUV pulling up to the home Wilson was staying in just one minute after Strickland dropped her off. When Armstrong was confronted with the video of the vehicle, detectives wrote, quote, she had no explanation as to why it was in the area and did not make any denials. Wow. And they let her go. They showed her the ring video of her driving around the murder scene. She got upset and walked out and they let her slip through their fingers a whole nother can of worms. But I want you to hear more from Detective Richard Spiller in our cut 38. Take a listen to the details surrounding the brutal shooting of this young bicyclist, number one dirt and gravel biker, female division in the world, now dead from multiple, multiple gunshot wounds. Listen. The Austin Police Department's TAC Intel unit located Colin at his residence and he agreed to an interview. The Austin Police Department is aware that the ring camera video was released. The Austin Police Department did not release that video and will not release any footage to protect the investigation's integrity. Members of the TAC Intel unit located Armstrong, and she was arrested for a misdemeanor warrant issued out of Travis County. Armstrong was transported to the main police station and interviewed. Armstrong was questioned about her vehicle being in the area as pictured on the ring camera. However, she would not confirm or deny being in the area of the murder and quickly terminated the interview. Waltzed right out of there. Now... Here is the number one phone I would be tapping. Daddy. Take a listen to our cut 40. This is our friend Matt Gutman. 
Mike Armstrong is shattered. He said his daughter is not capable of committing the crime. She's accused of murdering a love rival in a fit of jealous rage. But there is one thing that he and authorities agree upon at this point. There are a lot of unanswered questions here. We love you, Katie, and we are going to figure this out. This morning, the father of missing murder suspect, Caitlin Armstrong, speaking exclusively with ABC News. I know her. I know how she thinks, and I know what she believes, and that I know that she just would not do something like this. I, I know her. I know her. He says his daughter is not capable of committing the crime she's charged with shooting her alleged romantic rival, rising cycling star Mariah Wilson. That is what they believe. I know that she did not do this. There are a lot of unanswered questions. I wonder what unanswered questions those would be. And of course, a dad is going to stand by his daughter, come hell or high water. My point is, I'd be tapping his phone like nobody's business after I got a warrant, of course. Joining me right now, Runya Mancaria, CEO of Crime Stoppers of Houston, author of The Online World, What You Think You Know and What You Don't. Ronya, thank you for being with us. Weigh in. Why is she turning up at yet another airport terminal in the same outfit with a yoga mat? She might as well take out an ad on 3rd Avenue. Here I am. Come and get me. Well, she tried to mislead authorities, but why would she go to that effort? Why not just take off? Yep. Uh, Nancy, I think we are all underestimating Armstrong. Listen, she had a bit of luck when she was first taken in and released. But after that, we've got to look at this woman. And she's a little bit more of a mastermind than we're giving her credit for. Two people called law enforcement and worried about her comments, saying that she was shaking with anger, furious about this relationship Colin had, saying that she had a motive. She wanted to kill Mo Wilson. You look at even that Botox case. She had the forethought and the foresight to leave a, a credit card there thinking, no one's going to question this. Go back to her car and run. That takes some calculation. She used Strava to track both Colin and Mo. She was calculated. We know that or reports are indicating that not only did she shoot Mo allegedly in the torso, but use the silencer. Listen, she's then leaving town, hitting multiple airports strategically. I think we are underestimating the yoga instructor and real estate agents and not giving her enough credit. She's she's eluding police. She's eluding many people who are looking forward. Thankful tips are coming in, but we've got to look at her a little bit differently. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. There's a $5,000 reward right now for anyone that can generate a tip leading to her arrest. And imagine how Mo's family is feeling right now that this yoga instructor has managed to elude the Texas Rangers, the NYPD, security at LaGuardia, and now security at Newark. Straight out to James Shelnut, 27 years, Metro Major Case, former SWAT now a lawyer at the Shellnut Shellnut Law Firm. Okay, Shellnut, I find it really hard to believe that this woman would blow her cover and show up at Newark Airport if she was not going to take a flight. Why would she divulge she's still in the New York area? And by the way, we keep saying, how did she get there? How'd she get there? Cops are already saying they know how she got there. New Newark Airport is wrapped so tightly with security that they have they have cameras every which way you turn. They have giant cement um, barrels, for lack of a better term, uh, out front so nobody can drive in and a bomb go off. I mean, do we have to say nine one one September eleven Newark? LaGuardia, JFK on high alert. They've got some of the best surveillance in an airport in the world. And this woman walks right into the trap and loses the cops. Why would she go in to Newark Airport, which is covered in surveillance, if she weren't going to leave on a plane? You know, I don't know what was in her mind, but I will tell you my guess is that she went to a crowded public place 
because she felt like possibly she was being followed or somebody was on her trail. She goes into a crowded public place in one part and leaves out the other part. You know, she thinks that the authorities are going to find her at this airport or track her to the airport, thinks she's going to get on a plane, but she gives them the slip and leaves. Why not just leave without the charade? Why not just leave and go where you want to go? Why would you go through the risk of being caught at Newark Airport? I, I agree. Which is covered in surveillance cameras. Okay, well then, okay, if you agree, then why did you just say that? Well, here's, here's what I think. I think that oh, she made a bad... Oh, you're thinking this time. Okay, no offense, but <laughs> I just got a feeling... I think she made a bad decision. She made a bad decision. I mean, that she, she thinks that she's being smart. She thinks that she's going to evade people. But what she did is she walked into one of the highest surveilled places in the country. You know, the city of New York City has approaching 20,000, 20,000 surveillance cameras. It's not helping the crime rate. No, no, it's not. At all. The crime rate's going up, up, up. What they can do, though, is if they have a target like this lady, they can go back and they can recreate her steps. They can watch her, find her again when she loses them on closed circuit TV, locate where she's going. They know who dropped her off. I mean, she could have taken a train. She could have taken an Uber. She could have taken a Lyft. We don't know how she got there. They'll know if that was the case, though, yeah. and they already know it. She could have easily got on a path train, but guess what? There's cameras all the way through the subway stations. What she has done is she's ultimately, by going back to that airport, she has started the clock ticking down to her capture, and they're going to get her, and it's going to be relatively soon. You know, to you, Dr. Sherry Schwartz, this is all over a man. And no offense to the wonderful men on our panel today. I mean, all those great dads like my dad, my husband, you know. But really, over a guy that's cheating? I mean, did you hear that, Dr. Sherry Schwartz? Guys, Dr. Sherry Schwartz is with me. Forensic psychologist specializing in capital mitigation uh, author of Criminal Behavior and Where Law and Psychology Intersect. She's at panthermitigation.com. Dr. Sherry, really? Uh, this guy, Colin Strickland, admits to a one-week affair while he and Caitlin Armstrong, the alleged killer, were on a break. What does that mean, a break? I mean, if my husband and I, God help us, went on a break, I wouldn't expect him to go pick somebody up and have a sex fling with them. I, I, maybe I'm, you know, projecting because I wouldn't do that. I love him. I love my children. I don't want to risk them. So what does that mean? You take a break from your relationship for one week and you have a sex relationship in that one week with somebody? Who wants that guy? No, I don't want him. Well, I agree. And I think most women would agree that he's not worth it. Obviously, he's being dishonest. But I don't believe that this is because she loves him so much. I think maybe she's convinced herself that's what it's about. But the larceny charge tells us a lot about her. This is about she perceived that Mo was taking something that was hers. And so it's more about power and really feeling entitled to eliminate any competition, to take whatever she wants at no cost to herself. And so I, I think that that's kind of what we're dealing with here. Somebody who is used to getting her way, who is not used to being told no. She's a successful businesswoman, and she's going to eliminate anybody that's in her way. You know, I want to circle back to Stephanie Pagonis joining us from Fox Digital. We keep talking about the Botox incident. 
And I just kind of chalked it off as, you know, a misdemeanor theft. And instead of arresting her on that warrant for murder on violation of the warrant, um, they let her slip through their fingers. I hadn't really thought the way Dr. Sherry Schwartz just laid it out about what that tells me about the alleged killer, yoga teacher, Caitlin Armstrong. It does tell me something about her. She did calculate. She goes in. She gets Botox. Um, when she leaves, you, you tell me the rest, Stephanie Pagonis. Go ahead. So she goes in. She gets Botox. She leaves. She goes to pay, and they say your total is $650. She then says, oh, well, here's a MasterCard, but actually I would like to use a different card that's in my car. I'll be right back. And then she never returns. And and like you said, Nancy, and, and like everyone before me, um, it does say a lot about her, not only not only in this sense of, of she's getting what she wants, but also I think in the way that she seems so brazen, even just returning to, you know, such a heavily surveilled airport. She's, she's fairly brazen in all of the allegations so far against her. You know, you're right. But I still say, you know, I, I want to think this through. Irv Brandt is with me, former U.S. Marshal Service International Investigations and author. Irv, a lot of people are saying, well, she went into Newark Airport to throw off police. I find that to be a very risky maneuver in an attempt to throw off police. If she went in, changed her appearance and went out. Why would she risk getting caught by showing up at Newark Airport, International Airport, if she weren't taking a flight? She didn't, Nancy. Um, it's easy to overthink a case like this and give people too much credit. Um, the simplest answer is usually the correct answer. Someone's helping her. Someone gave her a ride to the airport. Someone gave her an ID, whether it's a passport or a government-issued ID. Someone gave her a phone. You identify the person that's helping her, you're going to know everything about her. She's not an evil genius. She will get caught. I don't know if anybody's helping her. Let, let me think this through. Because if that person that you're conjuring up, and yes, they may exist, drove her to the airport, cops already know who that is. They know who, how she got to the airport. So if that person's helping her, wouldn't she at least have a change of clothes? Wouldn't they say, hey, cut your hair and dye it, put it in a bun, put it in a ponytail, put it under a hat, a different hat than the one you were wearing the last time you were caught on surveillance video? I mean, I will never forget. Let me tell you a story, Irv. I will never forget this guy. What did he do? He was a drug trafficker, and he shot somebody dead in a deal. I mean a trafficker. I don't mean selling one hit of crack on the corner. So <laughs> I had him in court. He had on a red leather outfit, bright engine, you know, like a Michael Jackson jacket. And he said it wasn't him. It was not him that did the shooting. Then some surveillance photo showed up. Guess what the part was wearing? The bright red leather jacket. I was so happy. My point is she's wearing the same outfit. I'm not talking about fashion. I don't give a flying fig about fashion. What I'm saying is, who's helping her? She doesn't even have a change of clothes. That's that's the point, Nancy. I'm not saying the person that's helping her is an evil genius. I don't, I don't think either of them are very smart. And criminals do the dumbest things, and they seem to get away with it. They, but my point is, she has to be lucky every single time. One of these times, 
her luck's going to run out. So do you think she was going there to take another flight out? Absolutely. Uh, me too. She, she, abs- she absolutely left my plane. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen nicotine pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Joe Scott Morgan, all of this this wrangling and these mental gymnastics we hear law enforcement going through about, we're not sure she ever left Newark. What, is she hiding out there in the ladies' bathroom? She just went in and did a, a, a fashion show of her tired outfit and left? No, I don't think she would show up at Newark Airport unless she was going to take a flight. All this drama about she was trying to throw cops off their trip. 
off her trail, they were already off her trail. They can't find her. Why do that? Yeah, to Irv's point, you know, uh, one of the things that you hear when we hear Newark, uh, for me at least, it popped into my mind was international. And she may have just just as well just taken a, a domestic flight. It could, it could have been a regional flight anywhere. She plops the cash down, and now she's off to somewhere else in the U.S., so, you know, I think the thing that they're going to do, that is a starting point. I, I think that uh, even Shellnut said that earlier. It's a starting point to go from there and kind of extend out from the flights that were outbound at that particular time of day in Newark to go and search those out. The question is, how is she not popping up on a manifest somewhere? Well, she's got to have a fake ID. She has to. Yeah, I, I would she think. She showed yeah. up to take a flight with a fake. I mean, Joe Scott, look down at your phone. Go to Google. G-O-O-G-L-E, and put in <laughs> get fake ID. It's so easy. She has been somewhere hold up. She got a fake ID for Pete's sake. She's in New York. But, I mean, <laughs> she has a fake ID, and she left. That is my best guess. But I want to go back to Dr. Sherry. Dr. Sherry Schwartz is joining me, um, renowned psychologist. Her specialty is literally the name of her book, Where Law and Psychology Intersect criminal behavior. Dr. Sherry, please take a listen to our cut 32. This is our friend Angela Shan Austin. The search is on for Caitlin Armstrong. Officials are asking for the public's help in finding her. According to the court paperwork, an anonymous caller had called police saying Armstrong said she wanted to kill Wilson after finding out she was involved with her boyfriend. Now, the affidavit says the night of the murder, Wilson went for a swim with Colin Strickland, another cyclist. After that, he dropped her off at her friend's house. Wilson was visiting from California and was in Austin ahead of a race in Heiko. The paperwork says Strickland and Caitlin Armstrong were in a relationship before briefly ending it for a couple of weeks last year. At that time, he was involved with Wilson. Armstrong's car was seen on surveillance video at Wilson's friend's home. A race director we spoke with earlier this week says this is how he remembers Wilson. We all just marveled at, you know, just what a wonderful personality and a great athlete and an ambassador for our sport. And then all of a sudden, how could this happen? And police say at this point, Armstrong has not been found. They are asking for the public's help in finding her. And not only did he go swimming with his old lover behind his girlfriend, the yoga instructor's back, he flat out lied about it. Am I blaming him for the murder? No. But I am just imagining how angry the yoga teacher, Caitlin Armstrong, got. She is looking at her boyfriend, Colin Strickland, with Mariah. They're swimming at the Big Eddie. It's a pool. And then she's following them around town. And he's texting her lies during all this. Take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com, Our Cut 20. Colin Strickland picked Anna Wilson up for their swim date on his motorcycle. The pair spent time at the city of Austin's Deep Eddy Pool, then walked to Pool Burger to eat. Afterwards, he drove Wilson back to her friend's home, but didn't go inside. On the way home, Strickland stopped to text Armstrong at 8.36 p.m. His text message said, Hey, are you out? Went to drop some flowers for Allison at her son's house up north, and my phone died. Heading home unless you have another food suggestion. 
question. Strickland lied to his girlfriend. Strickland arrived home around 8.43 p.m. and sent Armstrong another text and headed to the garage to work on his bicycles to prepare for an upcoming race. He sent another text message to Armstrong at 9.21 and not long after, Armstrong arrived home, driving a 2012 Jeep Grand Cherokee with a large bicycle rack mounted on the trailer hitch, a luggage rack mounted on the roof, and chrome around the windows. According to Strickland, Armstrong was the only person to drive that vehicle. The tag number on that car, which has still not been found, the Jeep Cherokee L Love D Delta Z 5608. Repeat. L Love D Delta Z Zeus 5608. What will it show is probably not much because we know she did not drive to New York. She boarded a flight out of Austin to um, straight into, I believe she went through Hobby and then ended up there at LaGuardia. She disappeared May 14 and reappeared May 18, four days later, waltzing through JFK Liberty International Airport. Now, what I was going to say to you, Dr. Sherry Schwartz, how angry. She already knew about the brief affair that Mo had with her boyfriend, Colin Strickland. And I think, Jackie, weren't they business partners too? Didn't they have a, the business together? He had the business, but I don't think he was. I, I, I feel like he's somehow involved in the business. That said, she's driving around following them on his motorcycle. He's on the motorcycle with Mo. And she's in her black Jeep Cherokee following them. She's watching them. And he is texting her all these lies. Don't you know she was getting madder and madder like a volcano about to erupt? Absolutely. This is predatory behavior, right? Following somebody around. Yeah. And now she's getting these messages with these lies. So she knows that they're false because she's seeing what's going on. And yet she doesn't confront him. At the end of this, Mariah winds up dead so as her anger is building it's building towards this person who is his who is not texting her any lies whatsoever you know question to you joe scott morgan we believe that she used a sig sour with a silencer what does that tell you well if if she had a legally purchased uh, suppressor uh which you know contrary to what people think it doesn't it doesn't get rid of all of the sound. There is a, oh my God, there is a ton of paperwork that you have to go through in order to acquire a suppressor. And you can pick them up at gun stores, but it's like a year-long process, Nancy. Okay, so it was a year. Fine, it was a year. But what does it tell you that she used a, a, a silencer? Well, she's got something in her mind where she wants to not be detected when she's firing a weapon. All right? Now, you can do that for any number of purposes, all right? But, you know, automatically as an investigator and you're thinking this woman's, you know, involved in a homicide, you're thinking, well, she wants to go undetected at that point in time. So how long has this been brewing in her mind at this point? You know, a year, if we just used a year as a starting point with her, a year downrange, Nancy. Uh, has this been kind of bubbling up in her mind the entire time? I would say that, it started okay. bubbling when uh, yeah. her boyfriend had that yeah, brief yeah, yeah. affair for one week. Guys, the tip line, again, she has now been raised to a major case target. That means more funding and more manpower. The tip line, that number is 1-800-336-0102. Repeat, 
336-0102. You think she's just a yoga instructor? She's already killed once over a one-week affair. Who else will she kill to save her own skin? Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's Best Hybrid Mattress Five years running. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner.